Gentlemen, welcome back to the Being Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan West, bringing you guys another episode here, telling you guys like I always do, thank you. Thank you for being a part of the work that we're doing here. If you've been with us for any length of time, then you know what I always say, or what I've been saying lately, I guess, and that is that we exist to help husbands live on mission in their marriages. And so if you're new to the show, welcome. This is our Theology on Thursday episode. This episode is heavily focused on scripture and biblical principles that we can apply to our marriages. And Monday's episode will have some of that, but sometimes those episodes will be interviews with other men that I think might bring some value in different areas of our marriage. And so what I wanted to share with you guys today on Theology on Thursday, and I'm going to make these things a little different. I think for the first few that I did, I, I may have been trying to lecture <laughs> and I uh, think I think that goes well. I, I think that that's something that's good. But but what I want to do is I want to make this kind of compact and succinct. So then that way you guys can get the picture and I don't lose you guys in a lot of the extra details. So what I want to talk with you guys today is about a verse in the Bible that's really struck me in these past couple of weeks. Uh, I've been doing a lot of reading on wisdom and I came across Daniel, Daniel chapter 2, verse 20 to 21. And so I'm going to read that for you today. It says, Daniel answered and said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever to whom belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. And so you might be listening to that and you're like, Okay, Jonathan, what is that for? <laughs> and I would say to you, first, let me give you some context briefly. You've got King Nebuchadnezzar, okay? King Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian Empire, his kingdom. They have basically hijacked the Israelite people and are teaching the kids. So then that way they grow up uh, the way that the Babylonians want them to. They've taken them from the Jewish educational system and into the the Babylonian education system, if you will. So long story short, Daniel is one of these young men that they are trying to uh, train in the Babylonian culture. And so one particular day, the king asked Daniel to interpret the dream that he has. He has a dream and it's, it's crazy. It's out of this world and he can't really make sense of it. And so he asked Daniel, he said, Daniel, I need you to interpret this for me. I need you to figure this out. Otherwise, man, you're going to have some problems. And he had already thrown his friends in the fire at this point. Well, hold on. No, not at this point in the story. You, you guys know the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I won't go into the details of that. But and we can talk about that at another time if you want. But basically, King Nebuchadnezzar is asking Daniel to interpret this dream. And Daniel's like pacing the floor. He's not sure how he's going to do it. He's a little nervous. And so he gets all of his friends uh, before they got their names changed to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He, he asked them, he said, hey, you know, I, we need to pray on this. I, I, I need an answer from God. I need to interpret the king's dream because I just can't figure this out. I need the wisdom of God to reveal itself to me so that I can interpret the king's dream. And so they pray and they pray and then boom. Daniel gets exactly what he needed, the exact interpretation from God to him. 
And that's when he busts out in this this praise. Right. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. And so why am I sharing this with you? Why is this critical for husbands to know? Why, why is it important that a husband should know that he ought to pray for wisdom? And the reason is because God has created the whole earth by this thing called wisdom. And Proverbs refers a lot to creation and how wisdom played a role in it. And I can go over that at a later time. But you, all that I'm trying to get you to understand is that God has ordered the universe in a particular way. And he's in ultimate control of how he's ordered that universe. So what we need to do as husbands, what it would be wise for us to do is to operate in line with the wisdom of God. Why is that so critical though, Jonathan? Like, why do I need to know a king's dream? It's well, it's not about the king's dream. Go back to the verse. The verse says, blessed be the name of God forever and ever to whom belong. Okay. These things belong to God, wisdom and might, power and understanding belong to God. And it's because of this that I know that God changes times and seasons. You see, what we've got to understand, you know, some of you guys might be out here, you might be worried about what happened at the, the Super Bowl with the J-Lo performance. Some of you guys that got kids, you're kind of looking around, and you're saying, is this okay to be at the Super Bowl right now? You know what I mean? You're, you're scratching your head. You're trying to figure that thing out. And some of you guys might be worried about what's going on in the White House. Is Trump getting impeached? Is he not getting impeached? You know, is he, is he, is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Some of y'all worried about Nancy Pelosi. Some of you guys worried about Bernie. You know what I mean? Some of us are worried about everything else. But as a wise husband, as a husband that has wisdom, you shouldn't, you and I shouldn't be afraid of tomorrow. We shouldn't be afraid of the world. We shouldn't be afraid of our political leaders. We shouldn't be afraid of our wives. We shouldn't be afraid of our kids. We shouldn't be afraid of even what we're capable of. The only thing that we need to be afraid of is God to whom belong wisdom and might. Proverbs says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So if you want to lead your family in a way that isn't based on fear and that isn't based on you pacing the floor, trying to figure out how you're going to make the mortgage payment or pacing the floor, trying to figure out what Trump's going to do or pacing the floor, trying to figure out where culture's going and how sexualized everything's happening around us. The wise husband moves calmly he moves in faith he doesn't now he's not lazy that's the thing some of y'all might be hearing me right now you guys are saying oh jonathan i'm pretty calm i on the weekends i just sit around and watch <laughs> netflix for five hours and that's not what i'm talking about brother what i'm trying to get us to come to an understanding about is that anxiety and that fear that you've got going on for everything that's happening outside lay that before 
the one you have to be afraid of because he changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets them up. You don't need to be worried about what Trump is going to do. You don't need to be worried about if we're going to go to World War Three or not. If we go, God planned it. Whatever Trump's going to do, God planned it. Whatever culture's going to do with sexualizing everything, God planned it. And so you're scratching your head. You're saying, now, why would God do something like that? Why would he make all these things around us? Or why would rather, why would he allow all these things around us to get us off focus? It's so that he could give wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those that have understanding. You see, wisdom has to understand all the evil and deception in the world so that it can make the best decision. It has to understand the complexities of life and then still surrender to God for the path forward. It was amazing. There's, there's a verse, and then I'll leave you with this. There was a story, King Solomon. You guys are probably familiar with this story, but King Solomon is presented with two women. And Solomon was the wisest man because Solomon at a young age, at a young age, asked for wisdom. And it was a story where these women had come and they were fighting over this baby. One woman said it was her baby. The other woman said it was her baby. You know, and if if you don't know these women from Adam, you're like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to choose. I don't know what's the right path. But Solomon having wisdom. He didn't he wasn't afraid to do this or say this. So what he said, he said, all right, you guys both say this is your baby. Let's cut the baby in half. And each one of you gets half the baby. And the one mom said, yes, that's perfect. Let's go ahead and get ta taken care of. And then the other mom says, let her have it. And in Solomon's ability from God to make a wise decision, he knew that the mother that didn't want the baby sliced was the actual mother of the child. And that's the kind of decision making that we need, gentlemen, to lead our families. Because... We're not going to know what the future holds. We're not going to know what our country is going to look like. We're not going to know what our lives are going to look like. Who's going to piss us off at work tomorrow? We're not going to know those things. But wisdom, if we can get a hold of that, we can make the decision to do life in the path that God has laid out for us. And it's with that, gentlemen, I say, Take care and build on.